Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast, Spotify, and everywhere else that you may be getting your podcast from. And don't forget to check out the YouTube edition over on YouTube.com. Uh, just all you gotta do is just search up the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, and you'll find extra little goodies uh, that is outside of the podcast right here. So now, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and just jump straight into everything because I'm recording this early Monday morning, but this will be you know up at six a.m. you know this morning, which is Tuesday. So five major WWE stars whose pushes could be in jeopardy. So <laughs> I, I was looking over everything right here and I'm like, okay, well, you know, a lot of these stars has, you know, have drastically, you know, went down a lot. And I mean, they're still like champions and still relevant, but I feel like their push is going to start, you know, declining a little bit. So the first person that comes to mind is Kofi Kingston. The biggest moment of Kofi Kingston's career, his WWE title win at WrestleMania 35 is finally behind him. And now comes the challenging part, staying at the top of SmackDown. Well, there isn't much evidence at least not publicly available regarding how Kingston is drawn as WWE champion and he's performing incredibly well in that role. The biggest concern for the New Day member is how much of the blame will he take for SmackDown's struggling's SmackDown's struggling viewership, excuse me, which was nearly below two million this past week, even within an advertised appearance from Goldberg attendance. At a, at a recent SmackDown TV taping was alarmingly low to and whether right or wrong. It is not hard to envision a scenario in which WWE believes that Kingston, excuse me, Kingston's surprising reign as WWE champion is one of the main reasons why SmackDown is struggling in viewership in the attendance in, excuse me, in attendance departments. Uh, next up, and I do see this one, uh, where this push, I don't even think it's a, a push. Um, and, and, and I'll, and I'll get out because, you know, why are we, but why are we still seeing them on TV? So 
Sami Zayn. Okay, so since returning the night after WrestleMania 35, Sami Zayn has been captivating WWE fans with his fantastic and sometimes self-created promos that initially had instantly made him one of the most intriguing characters of in all of WWE. But as evidenced by the way he was disposed of in his dumpster match by Braun Strowman last month, Zayn still got still doesn't appear to be viewed as anything more than a solid mid carter who is there simply to lose to WWE's top baby faces. And so really the Vince honestly is not Pulling the trigger on this right here. And same as saying, you know, you know, he, if I'm not mistaken, I know for a fact, actually, same as saying did win the NXT title. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, same as saying has won the NXT title and everybody went freaking but like bananas whenever he won it. So now here he is, you know, just I, I say being like a low mid card. You know, not really doing nothing and just cutting, just cutting like really great promos, but no, no action right behind it. And, and I feel like with that continuously happening, fans are letting go of it. Now, like despite of Kofi Kingston a little bit, now there is the rumor that the new date is going to be breaking up. Um, uh, and that, Right there, because see, I think a lot of people, they are tired of the new day. Just, just a teeny little bit. Not nothing, you know, super majorly, like where, you know, they're rioting out in the stadiums, like break up the new day, or, you know, just, you know, stupid stuff like that. But, you know, Sam and Zane is going to be a little bit quicker of to be and have like a less of a push. Than Kofi is because Kofi, you know, he, he still deserves, you know, the spot. Now moving on to Baron Corbin. Oh yes. This is Baron Corbin. <laughs> at, at some point, WWE is going to have to realize that there, that there is a link between Raw's poor viewership and Baron Corbin with viewership data for WWE's supposed flagship show suggesting that Corbin is a major turnoff to TV viewers. <clears throat> Although there is nothing wrong with Corbin as a solid mid-carder, he is simply not being accepted as a main eventer, no matter how desperately WWE wants him to be. While at least for now, WWE appears to be sticking to its guns, even even has plans to continue pushing Corbin as a universal title contender this summer that can mark the end of Corbin's main event run as fewer fans turn into fewer fans tune into Raw, perhaps in part because they are tired of seeing Corbin as arguably the biggest focal point of the entire show. Yeah, right here it goes because uh Bear Corbin, you know, Every time I see him, I was like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> He's going to be out here mostly just bragging about how he ended Kurt Angle's career. And, and you know, as a heel, yes, I understand that is what you're supposed to do. You know, do heel things. But we're, we're already tired of it. WrestleMania was, what, now two months ago? Yeah, like, two, yeah, two two months ago. My goodness. And... And you're still talking about like the past like that. And, you know, 
we're, we're just tired of you. And, and, and Baron Corbin, again, with the viewership, it, it honestly needs to come to an end. Uh, you need to start pushing these stars instead of, you know, like a Brock Lesnar, which we're fixing it to. Something similar to that way. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre, much like Corbin, Drew McIntyre has spent the past year being pushed as one of the top heels on Raw, but the biggest difference between the two is that McIntyre, despite now functioning as Shane McMahon's lackey, is much easier to buy into as a top star than Corbin is. Still, that hasn't prevented WWE from dropping the ball with McIntyre's push in late 2018. McIntyre was well protected by the booking and coming across as a dominant superstar who could have been the the here apparent to Brock Lesnar as Raw's next top villain. And while there is still hope that McIntyre could solidify himself as a top heel on the red brand, some more lackluster booking at the end of 2018, followed by WrestleMania 35 feud with Reigns that didn't, that did him absolutely no favors has really stiffed McIntyre's once soaring momentum. Now you have to wonder if McMahon and Triple H, um, two huge supporters of McIntyre will end up scaling back on his push based on the misjustified belief that he is, that he is at cutting it as it as Raw's top heel. Yeah, I believe this right here, guys, is just simply, um, just Vince and Triple H's ideas. Of not pushing Baron, I mean, excuse me, Drew McIntyre, because Drew McIntyre, I mean, he's a freak, dude, <laughs> absolute freak, and he, he's one of the better hills, I personally think, than a Baron Corbin, or like a Dolph Ziggler, or just whoever that it may come across to be. I, I really wouldn't mind to have Drew McIntyre as a Universal Champion, but of course now you know. We need we need someone who who's going to show up. <clears throat> Brock Lesnar. Um, excuse me, <laughs> but yeah, um, Drew McIntyre. Honestly, um, he was having so much momentum going into WrestleMania and Money in the Bank. He was winning matches left and right, beating up Dean Ambrose. Uh, even got a win over Seth Rollins. That was freaking crazy, dude. So. Uh, who knows, but I hope Drew McIntyre is honestly universal champion by the end of the year or early next year. Now, Becky Lynch is the fifth person. Now, this is coming from Forbes.com, guys, right here. I'm reading it, and uh, and some things they do make sense, and some just absolutely don't. But I feel like with Becky right here, so I'm going to go ahead and just read you know, like a, a sentence of this. The women's division has never gotten as big of a push as it has over the past year. And at the center of that push has been Lynch, who was the focal point of not just the women's wrestling, but all of WWE during much of that span. The fact that that WWE's TV ratings and viewership absolutely tanked during that period reportedly has WWE reconsidering using its female stars in headliner roles. And if that's indeed the case, then no one will be affected by that more than Becky Lynch. So 
So pretty much you're telling me, though, that with Becky Lynch, the the most over superstar of of all of like women's wrestling in general, the most over superstar is the the blame for the women's evolution. No, it's not. It's freaking Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Them, them two, because if you really look at it, Charlotte Flair, you know, you could just put her in a uh, title match and boom, you know, she's automatically, you know, champion or just, you know, just something stupid like that. And Ronda Rousey, Oh my goodness, you know, came in at WrestleMania 34 and then hell by a year, well, no, not even a year later, like four or five months later, boom, she's rolling the champion. And that is the reason why, you know, viewership has decreased because, you know, you're putting them to women that really don't deserve like a main event spot. In the card, and that's why you're losing viewers. Becky had nothing to do with that. She was the golden one, anyways, to go into WrestleMania and main event and become a champion. But it was supposed to have been against Ronda Rousey, who had everything handed to her, just like Charlotte did. But no, we had to have Charlotte in there to to so reportedly to boost ratings. But you know what? That that didn't help. So honestly it needs to be Rhonda and Charlotte who needs to be taken to blame, not Becky Lynch. Alright guys. Alright guys, so we are now moving on over to the Falcons remaining key dates for the rest of this offseason. So there's not a lot. Um, organized team activities, commonly known as OTAs, have come and gone as we enter the month of June. At the current pace, the regular season will be here before you know it. So I wanted to give readers an update, or, well, excuse me, listeners, an update of what's ahead on the schedule. So mandatory minicamp, which is actually starting today, uh, the event is self-explanatory as is a three-day minicamp for veteran players that is held during the final phase of the off-season workouts. Currently, sounds like Julio Jones, Vic Beasley will be present, but Grady Jarrett is still unknown. Uh, then training camp. Uh, that would be mid July. Um, and as it is in past years, the training camp schedule will be lightly announced towards mid to late June. <clears throat> so honestly, we are going to probably get it this month. If we are going to get it mid June, guys, which will actually be either this week right here or the next week. So anywhere from the 10th through say the 21st that we should be getting a date for the training camp that will be held in mid July. And then after that, guys, we got preseason games, which is the hall of fame game Falcons versus Broncos week one of the preseason uh, Falcons at dolphins jets at Falcons week two, week three Redskins at Falcons and week four. The preseason is Falcons at Jacksonville Jaguars. So that is the remaining key dates of what's going to be happening during the rest of this offseason. Uh, I will link my previous podcast talking about what I expect should happen 
at the mandatory mini camp for you all guys, for you guys to listen in on it um, before all the activities do start. So guys, I sure you did enjoy today's podcast. If you did, make sure to hit the like button on soundcloud.com or wherever you may be getting your podcast from. And uh, just, you know, enjoy this beautiful Tuesday morning. And I, good morning, we'll catch you all later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.